I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take you it. Gotta take you it. gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. Gotta break it, chains. Uh, you gotta break them chains. You gotta break them chains. Uh, you gotta break them chains. You gotta break them chains. You gotta break them. Is ep- I don't even know what episode this is. I gotta um keep track of that. But so today, guys, first of all, let's give a huge shout out to Jaylen because girl just graduated. Um, she got her degree, I think in like early childhood development or something like that. So congratulations to Jaylen. We're so proud of you, so excited for your new adventures. Unfortunately, having said all of that, now that she's all graduated and stuff, you know, she's looking for her career. So she might not be here. Where does she go? Much, if at all. Well, she's looking for, I'm not going to tell her business, but she's looking for a job in other places, which makes her unable to be here. So congratulations, Jaylen. Um, wish you all the best in your future endeavors. And hopefully we can get her and Jamie back on the show at least a couple times before she's like gone, gone, starting her life somewhere else. Um, Alex just got back from Mexico. And I didn't. And that's why he's so like sun kissed and I'm not because it's still freaking winter here. You think Michigan. I'm sun kissed? Yeah, you're not. You think I'm I'm glossy? You a little you a bronze. little you a little bronze. A little bronze, a little sun kissed. Mm. I have no color. I put on a dress today and I was like, my legs are blinding me. It's pretty bad. Um so today we didn't have a set topic because I haven't been on my stuff. So we have a bag of random topics that were suggested, and I'm going to make Alex pick one out, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to pick a subject. Just pick a topic. What's up, Timothy? There it is. There it is. I'm supposed to be, oh, I didn't know if you were going to open it. Video, or... it. see what it is. Interracial dating. Uh, I don't mind I'm, my handwriting. I'm not going to have much input on this subject. Why? I don't know anything about interracial dating. Why the fuck are you lying? <laughs> I don't identify with any race. Again, why are you lying? <laughs> so I think it's actually, I've had so many people over the years, like from like 2000 and fucking maybe 13 until now i've had so many people ask for my opinion on this i've done multiple videos on this topic so why not do another one huh what timothy um so interracial day i actually this is a really interesting one because i feel like when i first i've always been i grew up in lansing lansing is very diverse very integrated so i grew up around a lot of different races ethnicities backgrounds things like that it was never a thing to me like i never really thought that much about it but as I grew into adulthood and I started dating or whatever through divorce um I don't know I started to think more about it especially because my last husband like we had I don't matter of fact my first husband was Puerto Rican my second husband was black and like both of them through the fact that I was white in my face a lot so through in your face how 
like, oh, that's some white shit, or um, it's because you're white, or... That's real, though. Oh, God. Okay. Let's have, I'm glad we're having this conversation. Yeah, no. I, at first, I was a little hesitant to have this conversation, but now um, I think there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. Well, fucking duh. Okay, bro. <laughs> you didn't have a subject until about 30 I ain't seconds got no ago. Today. But no, no. Okay, so let's talk because I took offense to that because my 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 husband, um, my youngest son's dad, he had never dealt with a white girl before. So I was like really offended, and I'm like, sorry, like I can't be your perfect like black little family. Like you knew I was white when you got with me. Well, I don't understand. well, you need to put some context in this because it it just happens to be I picked that one out. But you need to give context that the guys you were married to before were both black. First of all, another one, I just said that. You're not paying attention. Get off your shit. Well, something, by, I said black, but both minorities. I, but I just said that. And Alex's ability to multitask. He's not, he's not listening, though, Robert. Like, that's the well, thing. Is he wasn't hold listening. Hold on. You still haven't let me finish my comment. Okay. Because I was about to give the context. Because, yes, you did just say that. Both of the guys you dated were just black, but also my ex-wife was white, which was the end of the comment, you and Robert. <laughs> so... The context that really matters is that both of us really have um, experience experience, and I really, I, for a while now, I don't really have too much experience the other way. Neither do I. I don't think that I have. Um, and it's not like I'm not the type of person who's like, I only date. Hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. Jalen, you can't be on my live if you're going to support her Jaylen! only on the live. Hey! I might have to block you. No, don't block her. I'm glad she joined that way. <laughs> Jalen's watching via Instagram. Um, so anyway, yeah. So obviously Alex's ex-wife, as he just said, was was white. I had my first husband was Puerto Rican. My second husband was black. And um, and so obviously I've experienced, but I still to say that I'm not more conscious, I'm more conscious of it now than I was in the past. Like I'm actually, I don't want to say it's an insecurity, but I always think about it. Like if I'm dating someone, especially if they're not just black, but if they are like an entirely different, like if they have a whole different culture, like not just black, but like, um, I'm trying to think of like, if it were like, a, um, like somebody from Africa or somebody from the Dominican or somebody from, you know, wherever, then I'm like, even more like, oh my God, y'all have all these customs and things like that. Like, what is your family going to think of you dating a white girl? Or like, even just like, a you know, African American person or whatever, I'm still like, what is your family going to think of you dating a white girl? Because I feel like, well, and so actually on my life, David said something that I was just about to say, because it's not always about interracial and people make it about interracial just because the look like the, the visual of it, when you made a better point, when someone has a different culture, it's almost like more interracial than, because if you have no offense, if you have a black person and a white person dating kind of from the same area you're not really going to see much of a difference. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And, and so let's just go beyond interracial dating. So interreligious dating, interracial, um, different socioeconomic backgrounds or whatever, which I think is huge too, especially if you add the elements of being different races or ha being different religions. Um, with my ex-husband too, he was, he was atheist and I was Christian. That was hard. And like, and sadly enough, I didn't learn that until like we was already kind of deep into our relationship and I, I like cried and I was like call my best friend like oh my god he doesn't believe in god like I'm gonna save him right. <laughs> that was my thing. I was like, I was like I read all these bible verses like you know the unsaved 
husband or wife is saved through their, you know, believing partner and this is that. And so I was convinced that I was supposed to be with him to help him be saved and all this other stuff. But um, that was also a huge issue in our relationship on top of the fact that we, that I was white and he wasn't used to dealing with white women. And, um, and he was black. So now going into, and also I think too, when I first started dating, when I was in my teens or early twenties, um, we were all young and still figuring out life. And now I'm older, I'm graduated, I have a career and the men that I tend to talk to normally have like careers and degrees and things like that. So I feel like their parents or their family have these expectations for them. And I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to ruin that for you. Like, cause I'm white and I have kids and like all this stuff. So I don't know. What do you, so to me, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm thinking first, why did you write this down? Like what, when you wrote it down, what was in your head to discuss? Because like I said, I've, I've, this is, these are all suggested topics. These are all topics that people have inboxed me like, Hey, you should talk about okay. this. Or you should, so this was one of the things, and I've done, like I said, I've done other videos on this in the past. So. Right. And the reason I asked that is because I didn't know if you had like an issue that specifically around interracial, interracial dating that you want to discuss, or if you had just wanted to have a general conversation about it, because to me, it's first and foremost, like what, what's the problem with it? Like, why do you have a problem with it? Because there's, there's different factors that play into that, that people take offense to, right? Because, um, like, and I don't want to offend anyone and we're just going to be talking in generalities and stereotypes. And, and I say everything I'm not supposed to say most of the time anyway. So everyone get ready for that. But for example, different races have more of a problem with it than others. Like, and I'm going to speak very general. Um, like black and white couples you see together a lot. And in different areas, you see that. Like, for example, I lived in Indianapolis where that's probably the most I would ever see interracial dating. And the, the way interracial dating went there was different than I've seen it anywhere. It went smoother there. It was just, it was just different there. Um, in Chicago, it was once again, different, but, um, because I was living, sorry, because I was living in downtown Chicago once, like you said, you had a different socioeconomic factor where everyone was more on the higher side of, of the earning. And so that was a different factor. Then you come to Detroit. That's, um, for lack of better words, has a lot more culture, has a lot more, uh, entrenched culture. But we're so segregated here. And that's what, and that's what I was going to say. I feel like there's a bigger problem with it here than anywhere I've ever lived. Cause I'm, you know, Dallas, yeah. Indianapolis, Chicago, um, Detroit, there's obviously more culture here just because it's less transient. Mm -hmm. um, you know, once again, like you said, we're segregated. People are, are entrenched in their ways. So it's weird because living in Detroit and even when I used to, I used to visit to Detroit with my ex-husband cause he has family here and we would go in certain neighborhoods or From whatever. Lansing? Yeah. Yeah. And like legit certain places I would walk into and it was like the brothers ain't never seen a white girl before. Yeah. They were like, and then all the girls are like, bitch. And I'm yeah. like, I'm just here. I'm sorry. I don't Wait, know. Did, like, you just say, did you just say bitch? No, they didn't. They didn't. But I mean, like I got into it. When I, I, oh, I just thought we weren't saying bitch. No, 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 no. No, I'm your, saying because they would. They But they would give me that look or they would have a problem. Yeah. Or like I almost got jumped in Southfield because I was with my husband. And there was like a group of girls who were hitting on him. And I was like, oh, this is my husband. Right. And 
they were like, bitch, we don't care, you white bitch. And Lay was like calling him a sellout. And it was like this thing. And they had a whole group of people that surrounded us. I was the only white person in a group of hundreds of people. And they all wanted to fight me, this huge group, because I was married to a black man. I was there with my husband. So that was the first experience I had had like that in and it was in Southville like I said so and since then I've been more conscious of those situations and I pay more attention to the looks that we get like but I had to be kind of trained how to pay attention because I never paid attention before how people were looking at us or the things they would say or anything mm-hmm. and now I'm like much more aware and but I think that also has to do with the places you're going. To. Not not you specifically, but I'm saying a interracial relationship. The places they go are gonna are gonna either yeah, solicit sure. or or you know diminish those types of interactions. And it legit if you're I don't know if you and your wife ever experienced this when you guys were married. But like I said, in Indianapolis, we almost experienced nothing. Did oh. you guys ever move anywhere together? No. Oh, okay, because like my ex husband and I, we were looking for different places to live. Um, all over the country, we visit, we went on vacation places and we had to be very conscious of where we were looking to live or vacation because we were an interracial couple and because we didn't want to experience any um, issues because of that. Because at one point we were going to move to East Point and um, we decided not to get a house that we were originally going to get. And like two weeks later, there was all over the news about how um, all of these interracial families that were living in the neighborhood or had just moved in the neighborhood were getting these threatening letters in their mail. And so we were like, Oh, good thing we didn't live there. Um, from more, more likely white people or yeah. from black people. Uh, I don't, well, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I don't know. Honestly, I don't even okay. remember. It was a long time ago. I'm saying like, what is that? That neighborhood's predominantly white that you were going to move to? I think it was predominantly black. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Just East Point, so. I don't, I, I don't know that area. But another thing I would say is we, we, you have to start this conversation by saying that everyone's like a little bit racist. I think everyone has their own biases based on the way that they were raised. Yeah, um, and, and the, the environment stereotypes. And everything stereotypes they, they have, for sure. Um because if you can't say that, then you can't really have a conversation on race. Because if you're going to sit there and say that you never, ever make a comment or have a thought based on the way that someone looks or their culture or anything, then then I think you're lying to yourself. Yeah. And see, I think because, again, I've said this a million times and I'll continue to say it. Like, I love that I grew up where I grew up because we were so, we weren't just diverse. We were integrated. And so I'm equally racist against all races. <laughs> like, yeah. I have, I can talk shit about white people, black people, Hispanics, Asians. I grew up with them all. Like I literally like broke bread, like went to family gatherings at all of these different races, homes. And so I'm like, I feel like, should I know how they all get down? I love them all. And I don't know. I, there's definitely some stereotypes that apply to most of the races. You know what I'm saying? Well, stereotypes don't come about for for no reason. Absolutely. So, So you obviously have to take that into consideration too. But the reason I was saying you have to accept it everyone's racist is in a little way is that like I think when you when you have that understanding from the start you expect a certain amount of looks and comments because people just don't understand yeah I don't know why I'm so much more sensitive to it now than I used to be like I don't like it and I don't want to get the looks I have the like I just don't want to and I don't ever want to think about like oh my god what is this person's family gonna think of me or they are they gonna accept me or whatever but I really you think mean you mean now. if you were to start to date someone of a different race, like what does their family think about you? Yeah. 
Like I think about that stuff now. I never used to, and I hate that. And I wouldn't say it's necessarily an insecurity, but it's definitely like, it definitely crosses my mind when I'm dating someone. And, and the more I learn about their family, the more I'm like, shit. Well, I think that has to do with probably more your experiences because you know, me dating interracially, I have had all but one, maybe two, nothing but positive experiences. And so of real relationships, meeting family, spending time with families, all that. But I feel like, too, first of all, you're light-skinned. Super light-skinned. I mean, like, it's even questionable. Like, are you, like, are you black? Like, what are you? Secondly, you have, you're successful. You're like, you know what I'm saying? So you have a lot of, like, accolades that you can bring to the table to be like, yeah, but, and I think that helps your. (laughs) But I, but I had that, but I had that in the, the one or two times that I had a problem, too. Yeah, because there's always ignorant people. You know what I'm saying? That are like right. whatever. But I'm just saying that I think that might help the situation. And I could be wrong. I don't know. Because I feel like, well, in like two, so in my last situation or last relationship, it was it was like this. I think he had these, because he'd never been with a white girl before, I think he had these unrealistic expectations of what it was like to be with a white girl. Like, why don't you have higher credit? Like, why the fuck don't you, don't you, your family have money? Like, why this? I'm like, I'm sorry to disappoint, but I don't have those things. Um, I'm a failure as a white person, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I, but I think when it comes down to it, it's like you can set I, – I look at those situations when someone does have a problem, and it's like I can be the example to change it, right? So you, mm-hmm. I, first got to bring some understanding um, and, and expect it, like I said. And maybe that's a cynical viewpoint. But, um, you know, I, I think that if I expect it and – shouldn't say expect it because I don't walk in like, oh, this motherfucker is going to say something to me. So I shouldn't say it like That's that. But I, I just think I'm not surprised. I'll put it that way. I'm not surprised if someone so does, like does have certain things that they think, say, or, or do. And then I can be the difference. See, you come in here with no battery I'm and then you want to talk I'm about. <laughs> Anyways, so I think, I think that's. But you're saying, so you're saying another, or another thing you said was in the relationship, your husband you know, said, well, that's some white shit. Yeah. Well, I think Which that- I would, okay, stereotypes, right? So right. it's like, yeah, like put some season on that chicken, bitch, that's some white shit or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right. But <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like things that are just, and I, I wish I had some concrete examples, but things are just ridiculous. And I hated it being thrown in my face because then it makes you feel like crap for just simply being who you are. And it's not something you can control. And it's not like in a joking way. And so, maybe that yeah i don't know i think if you get with somebody of a different race like you shouldn't throw their race in their face well obviously you shouldn't throw anyone's race in their face at all and i and i think i think here's another thing i think when someone when you're around someone enough they've got to find something to if if you're doing something they don't like or exactly the way they do it they're gonna blame it on something because like you said if i'm light skin and and someone of a darker complexion has something to say they're gonna be like oh, that's because you're Cause light skin if if you know it's a different race it's because that's because you're black and mm-hmm. and especially if you're close enough to where you know that comment isn't gonna you know be taken the complete wrong way right have you ever dated anyone that had that was like had a different religion than you or that believed in something different spiritually than you do um yeah i mean my even though my ex-wife and i were both christian i mean it was different levels so that i mean to the point you made that that was i don't want to say an issue but you could feel 
a difference there. And then, yes, a different uh, religion altogether. I have done that as well. But How I was think that? I was only once. Um, I, I don't think either of us were too big on. Neither one of you are strong enough believers for it to be an issue. You know, I, I wasn't going to say it like that. Oh, well, well but can that's I, what you're going to say in my way. Say it the way. Neither of us were big enough. <laughs> yeah, no, basically. Yeah. Okay. So um, you make it sound like I'm an atheist the same way. No. But do you go to church on Sundays? Do, do I ever go to church or do I go to church every Sunday is the question. Do you go to church on Sundays? That, that's, that sounds like an all or nothing. No, I don't go every Sunday. How often do you go to church? Uh, not very often. Okay. Like Easter get, Christmas? I Oh, uh, no, no more. I like to do more than that, but it, it'll go through phases if I'm being honest. The same. So. Got you. Um, so I was going somewhere with that. Yeah. You just had to roast me real quick. <laughs> I'm not roasting. Listen, I'm the same way. I go to, I go to church sometimes. I have, since I've been to Detroit, I've not found a church home. Right. Like a church that I feel like this is my church. I have a church home in Lansing that I love. And when I go up there, I go to church in Lansing probably more than I do in Detroit. Um, I don't read my Bible every day. Um, I don't pray enough. I'm sure. Actually, no, I, I have a conversation with God every day, but I don't like pray yeah. every day. I'm not, we're not going to turn this into a religion show. If you oh, we're not? Me. I think this is my show. I can do whatever I want. You can. You can. Okay. What would you like? No, what? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else if you don't. Big time me like that. Back to do we want to do y'all have any do we want to talk any more about interracial dating? Do we want to pick another check your comments? You have a ton of comments. I've been watching. I've been watching. What are they saying? I mean, it's just saying who's watching. Moya's laughing. Moya, what you laughing at? It's just yeah. So, do we want to pick another topic or do we want to keep going with this? Uh, We're gonna pick another topic. All right, we'll pick another topic. I didn't know we were going grab back like that. That's kind of fun. Yes. Okay. I do every day. What pray? Oh, talking to God is what prayer is, boo. I know, but what I was saying is I don't, like, get on my knees and, like, pray, like, dear Jesus, dear God, amen, all that every day. I just be like, God, what's good? Yo, need a holler. So this because it's your 30, flirting, and thriving. You had women's libido. I do my sex series every week, so I'm, I feel like I'm prepared for this. Okay, yeah, and I feel like I'm not because I have not watched him and Nina's conversations. Ever? But, um, I watched the one, the first one. That was just an intro. That's not even getting on the subject. Which is why I'm unprepared. So. Oh, wow. Let's talk about women's libido. Because um, I had an interesting conversation. Actually, I've had a couple of interesting conversations the last couple of days about this. So someone told me that they found it very interesting that um, women masturbate. Well, and that It's masturbation month. Okay, well, great topic. It's masturbation. They found it interesting that women do. Was that it a guy or a girl? It was a guy, and they didn't realize like that how high women's sex drive was, and how like they thought it was even they were more comfortable or it came out higher when they're in a relationship. If that makes sense. Wow. Okay. Here we go. In certain cultures, we, it's looked down may, upon to masturbate. And there's that's a problem. First and foremost, as Nina says, you need to, you need to listen. You either need I'm to listen, listen or you need to come get in on the conversation. No one, well, no I wasn't invited, told. so. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So. Um, anyways. You could have invited me. I would have had a lot to say, but. No, you wouldn't have. Been. You're unprepared. Fuck you. We're having a repeat conversation because <laughs> I wasn't invited to that one. So, first off, that's one of the big things um, we have talked about. And actually, it might have been the last one where it's looked down upon people guys and girls 
to be masturbating while you're in a relationship, right? Really? I, I think so. I think I, I think Would I, you be mad if your girl was masturbating? No, I want to watch that shit. But what if she wasn't well that's the whole thing that's why people would get mad like what if what if you went to work and she was like yeah long time hey, I'd, like, I'd, be, I'd be all for that because I, I just in my mind once again we've talked about this like i'm all about my partner being pleased so if she's doing that on her own i how would, would you feel i would if, request that i'm there for it but damn do your thing so how would you feel if y'all did the damn thing and then you didn't do the damn thing and so she had to do the damn thing by herself and was like eh, i got this i'm watching though I mean, you could be there, I'm, I'm, but like, what if she she was? Just basically, like, you're just saying I didn't do enough, so now she's got to finish herself. Yeah, I'm completely fine with that if I can watch it. If she's <laughs> fine if with it, I'm fine you, with what it. What if she's like, I'd rather do this alone? I'm still gonna think about it and picture <laughs> it. <laughs> if y'all, if you're a dude watching, how would you feel? How would how does that? First of all, I want to know how you feel if you if your girl masturbates while you're gone like you go to work and then she's like mm, she's but i think women have a problem with that too women have a major problem it's like why why are you doing that because women have i'm I, that's a stereotype obviously i feel like w there's a lot of women i'll put it that way a lot of women who have a problem with their guy watching porn a lot of women yeah, with a guy obviously uh masturbating to porn mm -hmm. um and i think the the negative connotation comes from that you just automatically assume that they're thinking about other yeah, stuff. Obviously, if they're watching porn, they might be. Um, but if they're just masturbating without you, it's like, well, I'm right here. But also, cultural and religious um, differences come into play there, too, because I think a lot of people, it's just not in their culture or it's not in their religion like, I don't, I don't to watch know about porn that. or to masturbate. Well, I don't think it's in a lot of religions. That I don't think it's written in anybody's Bible that it's okay. <laughs> but No, but is it written that it's not okay? Again, uh, I yeah, yeah, I think... Days, so. I think in Wait, a lot someone of someone drop the passage in the Bible where you're not supposed to masturbate. Ma oh, masturbate. I thought I was talking about watching porn. Or watching porn. I don't think you're supposed to masturbate either. In, okay. In a lot of religions. Wait, I'm not I saying know the verses everyone. In the Bible that say that. And also, weren't people in the Bible getting down? Like, getting down, down? Yeah, but I don't think they were supposed to be. Well... I mean, it's human nature, so... It, it is. Thank, so Thank God for Jesus. So literally. anyways, anyways, the guy said he was... <laughs> he was now we're forgiven. Ever, he was saying that he was surprised women do it. Why was he surprised women do that? I think it wasn't that he was... I think he was just... Um, he didn't... He... It wasn't that he was surprised. It was just that he didn't... He didn't know the the rate at which women do it. I think he was just I, learning about that. I think all women are different. And... I have a theory on, on as women get older, I feel like their sex drive increases for a couple of different reasons. And guys decrease and that is whack. And that's, mm, yeah. um, my theory on why women's increases is because I feel like women find ple more pleasure in sexual intimacy as they get older. Like they find the way that they can orgasm and all that stuff. And it becomes more worth it for them to want to do. And I think another big thing too, and I think we talked about this on one of the first shows is that women um, tend to get more comfortable with themselves yeah. and they get more confident and for secure. Sure. And I, one of the biggest things like for a woman to climax or for a woman to enjoy herself while having sex, she has to be comfortable. She has to feel sexy. She has to feel secure. And if you are not making her feel that way, or if she has insecurity issues with her own, she's going to have a hard time climaxing or she's not going to enjoy the experience as much as you will or as much as a woman who's confident will. True. And I think that comes with age for women. Women just 
across the board tend to grow into that security and that that comfortability and that confidence as they get older. And I think that helps with the why the libido increases and why they enjoy experiences more. Yeah, but I mean, I I'd be surprised. I'm surprised that a that someone was su- surprised. I'm surprised that someone was surprised with the rate at which women may do that. Well, because okay, because I think it's is, so common for them to talk about my toy instead of a man and what is give a, each other toys. What's a good rate? Like, what's a good masturbation to sex ratio? Like, I have sex this many times per week, and I masturbate this many times per week. I don't. I, to be honest, I just don't masturbate that much. Why? Um, I, don't, I don't know. You just don't want to? You don't have time? Like, you you get enough real thing that you don't need to? Like Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting real thing, like, every ultimate day. Ultimate bachelor. <laughs> no, no, I just... It, I, I actually have to like remember about it every once in a while. And some, I mean, sometimes it's just fun to do for no reason. I was like, ah, oh. I feel like, I feel like that makes you sound like an eight year old that just found his penis. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's just fun. I just got this thing. I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, I think I, I just am not the type that's going to do that every day, but I don't judge someone that does because I think, I mean, for a lot of scientific reasons, for a lot of, um, you know, emotional and mood reasons, it's actually really healthy. Fun fact for women, actually masturbating, especially just like a clitoral orgasm by yourself helps to keep your walls tighter because it contracts and it uses those muscles kind of like doing Kegels, but more fun. And for men, masturbating helps keep your prostate healthy and fight prostate cancer. Does sex too? Yeah, that's why I had that thing on my, my Instagram, a guy ejaculating helps prevent uh, oh yeah cancer. and i was like and yeah so you're welcome you, you not guys, like but you, you guys need just in to general men are welcome contribute to men's health more there you go and help them out so ladies if you don't want your husband to get um prostate cancer you should uh, fuck his brains out more <laughs> basically public we're service announcement <laughs> anything else on women's libido where where what else your masturbation you said there was two conversations what was the other one um women's libido uh, uh oh well it's not really about women's libido but it's about and this is i don't even know if i want to have this conversation we can pick the next topic no go ahead you no, already started because because I, I get caught in that stuff all the time and i have to finish no pun intended <laughs> no but i'm just like in terms of men and women's Mm, expectations during sex, I guess, because here's the deal. So I forget the exact number, but it's really low. Do you remember from your conversations with Nina, the number of women who orgasm during sex? It was, it's really low, but it's also self-reported. So it's probably even lower than, or I want to say like 11% or something. Does that sound? It sounded, I thought it was a little bit higher, but I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I was like, orgasm during sex. Yeah. Cause a lot of women from my understanding, um, aren't able to orgasm during sex. They need other stuff, but I was blown away by like first of all the number of women who have never experienced an orgasm, or or think they have and really haven't. Yeah, um, who can't orgasm during sex, um, or or the higher number of women who actually do orgasm have to do it a certain way. So they have like a certain position or a certain um, move or a certain. It's got to be a certain setup in order for them to uh, finish. 
And that's bullshit. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about because it doesn't have to be that low. I think number one, um, men just get in and they're like, it's done when I'm done. That's well, how it works. Well, and that's the whole reason I'm having those conversations on Ultimate Bachelor is because men aren't educated enough in what a woman needs. And to they, be. y'all think y'all are y'all be like, ah, let me just and it's like what the what are you? What doing? was that? What are the guys like? They're like, ah. That's how I don't know. That's how in my mind y'all look because y'all I'm just glad. out here like. I'm glad you're live as front and center. Everybody can see how she treats us guys. First of all, don't do me like that. Not all guys are guys like so that. guys are like that. But all there's a lot of guys, and I think that's another thing that happens as guys get older, they start to care more about that stuff, which contributes more to women finding more pleasure. Because like a twenty, I I don't know a twenty two, twenty three year old dude that's really really focused on. I mean, they're out there. I feel like I cared about pleasing people, but I feel like well, I think a lot, but of less men, than I do now. But like men, I think um, brag on their dicks when it's un unfounded. <laughs> like, unfounded. Like mm, no, like you are not. You should not be bragging on you. It's like they oversell it. What oversell what? I mean, their the, their the size or the performance, performance, their size, their whatever. And then, well, that could also come from because women, a lot of times, aren't giving guys the real either, though. Because a guy may think he's dope because oh, because somebody women told fake. Him, yeah, girls, y'all gotta stop doing that, like, or tell him after the fact that you just did your thing. Don't oh. do that. Don't not don't blow up his ego. Like you need to woo, <laughs> humble these motherfuckers for real, because then you make it bad for the rest of the girls who get in situations a homeboy think he's working with it and he's not working with it and it's just bad well maybe him. well and and to be fair maybe it's the dopest she ever had which is sad. well i don't know maybe and that's why everything. that's why we yeah, should sorry, that's why we should have these conversations and serious because nobody should like if you're gonna like especially if you're not married like if that's a whole nother conversation but if you're okay for me it takes a lot for me to want to have something. sex with a person. No, right. I'm saying it takes. So if I get to that point where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, and then I do it, and I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? That's some bullshit. Like that makes me, I get mad. Like I will, I literally get angry. But, like, well, but you didn't even give them a chance to learn anything. Um, you don't, you don't train them. Not. I feel like no. I feel like the first time is always like, okay, let's see what we working with here. <laughs> let's you know, and then. And then, depending on how that goes, the second time it's like, okay, a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more. I really hate to train people. I feel like I'm entirely too. I, I have no problem communicating. Like, I like this. I don't like this. Like, don't do yeah. that. No problem communicating. But for me to have to train you, or for me to, it's like. But isn't that what that is when you have that communication? We say train, and that's a that's a very aggressive term for it. But isn't that essentially what what it really is when you're when you're sharing what be, you like and. It might be really sad, but like. I'm just, I ain't got time to, for, and not even just in sex, you but don't have at, time in a for good sex. Oh, I got time for good sex. Yeah. So you, you but listen, to... but what I'm saying is I don't, I don't want to have to tell somebody. And I think a lot of women feel like this in just in general, they don't want to have to, I don't want to have to tell you to do it. I want you to just know to do it. Like that's what we do. And that's how I feel. Like, I don't want to have to tell you how to treat me in a relationship. I don't want to have to tell you how to please me. I don't want, I don't want to have to tell you because there are people out there that just know. And I would rather like invest in those people than to try to explain it to you, unless you're just really special and worth it. And I'm like, all right, but but I but I feel like 
in anything you do, you're going to have to, and like I said, you're saying what you're saying is really aggressive. And I don't think you really feel the way that you're saying as aggressive as you sound. I think you'd be surprised. I don't know because (laughs) I think anyone that's been in and out of relationships knows that to, to really get to the place with a person that you want, it's going to take a lot of back and forth and learning and adapting. That's the person you want. Uh, you don't, but I'm saying it. that's why exactly why it's going to take a lot of back and forth learning and adapting. And that's the that's the downfall of waiting too. It's like you wait, you wait to have sex with somebody because you know you want to do things right. You want to make sure you really like them first, and, wanna, and then you do, and then it's like weak shit. sauce. Shit. And now you're pissed. Yeah, so that sucks, but. <laughs> But I I feel like I always that first time you never know like that person could be nervous or y'all could have drank too much or it could be like whatever. So you just gotta give them a second try just in case. Just to see. But I don't wanna have to So everyone gets two tries. <laughs> everyone this two free tickets. Whoa after that. that sounds really bad. First of all <laughs> first of all, everybody does not get two free tickets. Do to not the pass go. Okay. <laughs> Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> Secondly, no, everybody's not. Good. But if I sleep with you one time, I'm not the type of person who's just gonna just gonna cut go off after that time. No, no. no I, listen, to what I'm saying. I'm not gonna. I'm not the type <laughs> of person who's gonna randomly just go home with you after and right. then regret it later. Like if I decide to sleep with you once, then we're already to a place where I would probably sleep with you two, three, ten times or whatever. Right. So like, yeah, chances are we're gonna sleep together again, unless it's just some random thing. Like, cause I have had a random experience, but um. Was that recently? No, it was a long time ago. It was like, well, like a year, two years ago or something. Oh, because you acted like you hadn't had any of those last time we had this conversation. No, I said, because it wasn't a one night stand. We had been dating for a while. Oh, we okay. finally did it. You were talking about one night stand. It was You're like right. the second we did it. I was just like, I don't like him no more. Like, get the fuck out. Like, it was just like, I was, and it wasn't even that it was really bad. It was just, D- didn't just, feel it, didn't click. I don't know what it was. It was like, okay, I like you. I like you. We did it. And then it was just like, I just don't like you anymore. I don't, that was so weird. I just, Yes. It's fucking weird. My hair. Um, Fair. Next subject. Okay, we done with this? I don't know. In the grab bag. <laughs> unless y'all got something to say, y'all can join in, you know. I feel like you keep getting comments unless they're just... No, that's... I love that you, I can see it and you can't. Truth about marriage. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. It's like, what all the unspoken shit, There's it's wedding season. There's yeah, so many people getting We don't getting have married. long enough to even start on this subject because... <laughs> We got a couple minutes. What's the, the truth about marriage? We got longer than that. We didn't start on eight. Um, What's the truth about marriage? So there's two things with this because I'm going to go on this. <laughs> there's two things. There's one, the side that people act like it's all bad. It's not all bad. And I've been divorced and you've been divorced. So we should, We if anyone's going to say how bad it is, it's people who have been divorced for whatever reason. And it's not all bad. Second side of it is, I don't think people give enough truth, give enough of what you really need before you get married. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you guys are getting married. And people know stuff and know information that can help other people's marriages before they start their marriages or in their marriages, and they just don't share it. And I don't understand that because everyone sure wants to tell me about everything else I'm doing wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? What are good reasons to get married? I, I think... I think marriage is a good thing. I would get married again. I don't have to get married again, but I would get married again. And I think. Why would you get married again? Because if, if I want to spend 
my life. Well, that's a good point. I don't have to get married again. So for me to get married again, it, 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 I would either have to get a little bit of a different mindset or if I was with someone who that's what they needed to feel like secure in our relationship. And it, obviously we'd have to be at that point, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, so that's, those are kind of the two factors. I'd have to have a, like, I'd have to meet someone where I'm like, I need this, but that would be a change of my current thought process. <laughs> right. Well, I asked because I think it's interesting. Um, like I, when I was married to my second husband, when I was married to my first husband, like I knew we weren't going to be together forever. I knew I was going to divorce him. I just didn't know when. Right. Um, when I was married the second time, I thought. We well, yeah, because when did you guys get married? We were 16. Right. So. So I knew that was, and it, it was like, we, I don't know, we just got married because I was so, I was so hell bent on like, I'm only going to be with one person my whole life and I have to have this perfect little family and my kids have to be by the same dad and like, we have to make this work. And like, I was super into the church and all this stuff. So that was that. And then it, it became evident that that was not going to work. And so I knew we weren't going to last. I just didn't know how or when that was going to come about with my second marriage. I thought I was never going to leave him. Like, I was like, there's no way we're going to be married forever. Um, that you were, you said, there's no way you'd leave him. You would be married. Forever. Yeah. I thought we were going to be married forever. Yeah. Um, but then I decided to leave him. And so I did leading up to that though, I did a lot of soul searching and re, I mean, we went to marriage counseling. We went to marriage retreat. I got like a ton of different books. Like I read a shit ton of before stuff. getting married. No, before getting divorced, oh, Okay, good. trying to justify staying in this marriage. Um, And then it just came to be where I couldn't because for the longest time I had convinced myself and I would preach to others that marriage is not about love. It's about commitment. You're going to be on a roller coaster during your marriage or your relationship where you're going to be like, we're so in love. Oh my God. And then I hate this motherfucker. Like, and then you're going to be so in love and then you hate them. And that's, that is just, if you think about it, I don't know, like as a girl, I had best friends growing up and we would spend so much time together and we would hate each other and get on each other's nerves and get into a fight. And then we would do it again. And that was just like our relationship. Because anytime you're up under somebody that much, Uh-oh. you're going to have issues. <laughs> so my, so I began to convince myself and others that marriage is about commitment. You stay committed, even if you're not feeling it that day, even if you don't, whatever. You well, there's going to be a lot of days like that. So for sure. But I think that, um, there has to be an element of love, like real love or happiness. It can't just be about commitment because I would research other cultures and how the arranged marriages work out so well. And there's such a low rate of divorce and like all of these things, but they also beat the fuck out of people when they cheat and like the whole village does. And like, that's acceptable. So I'm like, I can't compare other cultures and how it works for them. And they have a low divorce rate where it's like, yeah, people don't cheat because they get the shit beat out of them and they have to give up a goat or something. Well, and yeah, that doesn't mean you're happy because, because you exactly. made the decision to stay in it. So well, I'll let you finish and then I'll go. No, so that was my point. So I think, but however, I still think like, of course, now everybody asks me, would you ever get married again? And for the longest, I'm like, hell no, fuck no, absolutely not. And now I'm like, I don't know if I'm like getting soft or whatever, but I'm like, I mean, if it made sense, I would. And by made sense, I mean, there are some, definitely some financial benefits to getting married. Oh, uh, don't. Go ahead. Sorry. Not saying that like, if your partner has more money or anything, but I'm just saying like tax, tax breaks, right. like just. Oh, you're saying you're with someone. And if we're going to be together, we're might, be as well together be might as well get married right, because right, there's okay. financial benefits for both of us. Not, right. not like I'm going to marry you for your money type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, or also just having that security. But that is where I went wrong. So when me and my ex got married, we got married. It was literally like, 
And it's funny because I just read Kevin Hart's book and he said like him and Tori got married for the same reason. It was just like, well, you feel like I'm gonna leave you. You feel like I'm gonna leave you. So let's just get married just to prove our commitment to each other. But it was like all bad. Right. Um, so I think that it has to make sense in, in terms of obviously financial benefits, but also um, just like living, like it has to be a partnership and not like a marriage. Like I expect this from you and da, da, da. I don't know. Just like I'm to the point in life where I'm like, I don't give a shit if we're married or if we're in a relationship, whatever we're doing. I just want, I think it's about partnership more than anything. Like in the future or whenever it comes to be, I want a partner in life. And if you have to be my husband, so be it, or my boyfriend, whatever you want to call it. But I just want a partner that we can like conquer life with. And I think that's how it's supposed to be. And I think that's what the Bible, you know, talks about. And I think that's like, we're supposed to have a teammate in life because life is fucking hard. Yeah. And I want a fucking teammate. Like, I don't want it to be all these unrealistic expectations or bullshit or like, all these issues, like just keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real or whatever. And I think we knew each other's heart. Like there should be no issues. But um, the thing about that is, is everybody says they're one thing, and then most people are something different. Well, I think it's my turn. Sure. So I think there's a lot of stuff that you said that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think I sum all of that up into. I would tell anyone who's about to get married, you better understand what you're getting into, right? And the work that it takes to stay. And and when you say marriage, that's that's really any relationship, long-term relationship we're going to be in. Because my thing is I'm not getting into, or I should say this, my advice and what I'm doing is I'm not getting into a relationship for the other things, right? Like if I'm getting in this relationship, I want it to be happy, right? I don't care about financial benefit or marriage or any, I said relationship, but um, it's to be happy, not to have the financial benefit. Although that's good. If, if we have a relationship where we're happy, then, and there's financial benefit to this, then obviously why not do that? Right. See, I don't think that you should depend on somebody else for your happiness. Or I, it's not, I'm not talking about to be okay. happy. I'm getting in the relationship to be happy. I, didn't, I don't say it's because this person does this or that or whatever to make mm-hmm. me happy. Like they make me happy because I allow them to make me happy. And I think one of the things you know there's a million rabbit holes you can go down but if i feel like you have to be happy before you go into a relationship like don't go into a a relationship to the point you made that this person makes me happy i'm i'm already happy i do everything for myself i'm almost selfish to the point that that i can make myself happy then everything that they bring to me is just icing on the cake right i think Mm -hmm. too many people go into relationships with with mental health issues or depression or dependence or all these things or relationship baggage, or, relationship baggage or whatever. Or and it, and it only gets worse um, or they get offended or sensitive or whatever. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You said before that you would get married, but you would have to be a different mindset than you are now. And I think a lot of people No, for me to just be like, Oh my gosh, this has to happen. Right. But I'm saying, I think a lot of people, even to get into a relationship, they're like, I think a lot of people are in this mindset now where they're like, they can't commit, they can't be in a relationship, they can't get married. Um, What do you think, what do you think it takes to transition from like this long period of being single into trusting or opening up to a person enough to allow that to transition into the next levels of a relationship? And like I said before, as Not I start, just for you, but just in general. No, 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 yeah. And I started this by saying someone has to, un, before they get married, they have to understand what marriage is, what a, a real relationship is, and the work that goes into it, right? So for me, I can't say right now, 
the things that would make me want to marry someone because I don't feel like I want to marry someone. And, and the reasons I married my ex, I don't think were the right reasons. So I don't know that I'm fully the person who should be giving advice on what's going to make someone want to marry someone or be the right terms in my head. Mm-hmm. My thing is, like I said, I know how much, um, work goes into it. So if I was with someone who I felt like understood that work, we were, we were good at working towards each other. Cause I feel like if you're in a relationship, if you're not pushing towards each other, then you're pushing apart. I, I don't know if there's an in-between, how can you just live parallel to each other? You either have to be pushing, doing work activities and, so and taking steps grow to grow apart. together, or you're going to grow apart. That's so I think if someone was working towards that someone was work knew the work right in their in my head i'm like we're gonna fight and there's gonna be drag out fights and there's gonna be days we don't want to talk to each other and there's gonna be this and that and, and all the things that come up in every relationship right mm-hmm. if i know that's coming just like i said about racial interracial dating whatever if i know that's coming i deal with that way better and yeah. the person i'm with has to know that's coming and that, like when something comes you can't be so surprised that, oh my gosh i can't believe that can't we're in the middle of this fight i can't believe you said this. that i'm yeah. like what the fuck do you mean yeah. i'm mad what am i supposed to say yeah. anyways but that it's all these things that people need to understand before they're in a long-term relationship before they're married and if i saw that in someone else that understanding i think that's what would make me be like okay this is the person i could either spend forever with and or get married gotcha. so smooth has a comment marriage is the ultimate union we're two become one i don't feel anyone should get married for any benefits because once the benefit is over what's left of the relationship you cannot see, if you cannot see yourself with the other person's that's you part you shouldn't get married um i don't know like i guess I don't know if I feel that only because like you don't have to be married to be with someone till death do you part. You don't have to be married. To, you do not have to be. You could love someone. And like my mom, she has been with the same guy for, I don't know, over 20 years and they're not married. And I don't think they're ever going to get married. She was married three times before that. It just doesn't make, they're just not into it, but they're probably going to be together till death do they part. Um, you don't have to be married. I think that marriage is the ultimate commitment, but not necessarily because I got divorced twice. He's got divorced. I'm like, it's not really the ultimate commitment because you're not, you, you can undo it. So we had a conversation in here with Christian and Archie who came to our yeah. one and me and Christian after our, the one they came to, we went and which you skipped out on. We had a drink and had wings and we were talking about, um, yeah, yeah. I can see you in my camera. Oh, okay. Um, anyways, uh, the conversation was the importance of a wedding, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, a wedding and marriage are the same thing, right? As much as you want to put this high congratulations on it, this, this big importance on, I don't know a better way to say it. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't you already be to that point of your relationship before you get married? And the argument I made was that Marriage is a public declaration of whatever. You're Absolutely. you're making that declaration to everyone else. Inside, you should already feel that way. So Absolutely. so getting married or having a wedding that day shouldn't make you feel you shouldn't feel no different about this person the day after your wedding that you did the day before your wedding. Technically, in my mind, if the relationship is that strong. That doesn't mean you're not gonna be three years into your marriage, you're not gonna be stronger than you are now. Mm-hmm. Because once again, you grew together, you did a lot of stuff. Yeah. But to me, I think too much emphasis and I, you know, I know it's in the Bible. I know it's in, you know, in society and everyone's minds and you have this big wedding, you, 
but too much emphasis I think is put on the change that's supposed to happen just because you got married. Yeah. I think a lot of people get into marriages and it's like, literally there's this marked change after they get married. It's like everything changed. Once yeah. we got married, I hear so many people think once we got married, this changed, once we got married, yeah. he changed or she changed or whatever. And it's just right. like, well then y'all were not where y'all needed to be before y'all got married. Right. Y'all had unrealistic expectations of what it was going to be like going into the marriage. Um, on, on both ends. It has to be. That's the only way that you can have that comment. I think that, and that's why, like, I don't know. I'm just, marriage is not that big of a deal. I think, I don't know. Some, I go back and forth with it. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I would like to get married again. But then I'm like, for what? There's no point. I, at the end of the day, I just, I want just a partner. Like, I don't care about. Tennis. A real relationship is what I yeah, would say. like a legit relationship. Like, like a partnership. I don't even want to call it a relationship. Like a partnership. Mm-hmm. Like you are my partner. We are growing together. Right. Because if we don't, we're going to grow up hard. That means I'm helping you whatever you're doing. Because I noticed too, like when I, that's just the type of person I'm in. When I was married, I invest so much in developing the other person that I sometimes neglect myself, which isn't really good, but it's just, that makes me happy. It makes right. me happy to do for others. So I have no problem investing everything into helping you develop yourself, but I need somebody who's reciprocating that same thing because otherwise I will be 10 years neglected. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And that's what happened in my last marriage. So, um, that's why it's important to have that partnership and that mutual understanding and, yeah, like I think that everyone should have that. I think marriage counseling before marriage is a great thing. You I think it's necessary, it. but I but I think for that matter, because like I said, the marriage shouldn't be every you know the whole relationship. You you probably should have some form of counseling or work together because I know like if you go into like the the uh, what do you say the marriage like retreats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you, so if you go to those, they give you like exercises to do. I feel like you should be doing those throughout your relationship, Absolutely. leading up to your marriage and then after your marriage as well. Absolutely. I still have the books because I'm like, whoever my boo is in the future, we're going to be great. Like yeah. I still have the books so that I seriously can do them because I feel like it was, it's such a great way to build a healthy bond and maintain sure. a healthy relationship. Um, and I do read those and that's why I feel like, I don't know, I've, it's just a learning process, but I think that in order to be ready um, for marriage or any type of long-term commitment, you have to be ready to get down and dirty and raw and honest with yourself and with your partner, because, you know, you don't want those ugly truths coming out later. Um, you don't want to get married to save face or to make parents happy or to make friends happy or to even make your spouse happy or for a child. We have a child, so we should get married. Like, no, like it should legitimately be, we're getting married because we're about to take on life together. We're going to be lifelong partners and we're going to we're going to do everything we can to get the best out of life. Um, that's the way that I look at it. And I, I just, I definitely got married for the wrong reasons twice. And I think a lot of people do. And I know so many people who are right now, as we speak, in a very unhappy marriages because it's, they're already married. They're already comfortable. They're already committed. Like, why, why mess it up? Plus, the dating world is so scary. Everybody's scared to get out of a marriage. And, I mean, even before I got divorced, that was a big deterrent. I was just like, I do not. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with, like, the dating scene. And here the fuck I am. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of people are like that, right? They're in relationships that aren't good because they just don't want to deal with the alternative. Yeah, or, you have or the person, unknown, and you already know their flaws, and you're like, eh, you know, whatever. But it's just like, oh, so what do you think the grounds for divorce are? Do you think it should be well, just if you're not happy? Do you think it should just be abuse? Like, do you think there are, like, in marriage, is a no fault divorce state, so you can divorce for any reason. But there are some states where Michigan, you, you mean, what did I you say? said marriage is no fault. Oh yeah, Michigan. But there are some states where you have to have a legit like 
infidelity there has to be a reason to get divorced do you think there are certain things that are grounds for divorce and like certain reasons you should not be able to get divorced well this is the thing i always say okay if i started today and go the next 10 years and i'm just unhappy half of every year for the next 10 years how terrible does that sound terrible sounds terrible right mm-hmm. if i'm unhappy half of every day so for the next the five out of the next 10 years worth of days i'm unhappy mm-hmm. is that not worth it to get divorced so i think yeah. i think i don't think there's a right or wrong reason as to why you should ma- want to make a relationship change i hate That's only just- talking about divorce because i think people are looking at it as that you you just don't want to be married when it's you just want a better relationship that's the scary thing though is that sometimes people you just evolve as a human being and yep. and you grow away from that person that's just, and you can't even if you guys go into like we're gonna be a partnership and you do everything yeah. like you can't always guarantee that the other person is going to put in the effort to grow with you instead of just growing themselves and- hence why you got to do more of that that homework we were talking about at the start or i was talking about at the start facts it's kind of yeah. depressing I don't think it's depressing because I think I think there's a lot of people that have these thoughts and don't have this conversation and feel like they're on an island, right? Because I think I've I'm sure you felt that way before you got a divorce. You're like, man, I don't want to do this. I don't I don't want to talk to people about it. No, I literally wanted. I was like, I would rather die than to live another day in this life in this marriage. And there wasn't. It, it was just like I I did just couldn't do it. I felt stuck. I was like, I already went through a divorce. I don't want to go through another divorce. I'm scared. I hate my life. Right. I hate waking up to this person every day. Like, and so I, I said, I said, half, like, that's how I felt. And I, it wasn't like I was suicidal, but I, I just felt so fucking stuck. And I said half of the next f- 10 years. What if it's three fourths of the next, and what if it's a year? What if it's three fourths of a year that you're unhappy? What if it's every yeah. day of a year that, I mean, it seems worth that to me. For sure. So, and and yeah. that's coming from someone who is really happy now. I feel like I'm genuinely happy with my life now. So that's mm-hmm. easy for me to say, as opposed to someone who doesn't even know, like they're happy. Like for you, you got married at 16. Like it, there was potential that, you know, if you don't get out of that relationship, like you could get to 30 and never even know what happiness looks like. Absolutely. So it's so true. Like you get, you get warped into this life and you don't know, you don't know any different. Like you don't need better. Think the Lord and heaven is above that. Like I seriously, um, I don't know what it was. It was literally like I woke up one day. I, matter of fact, I was reading my 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 journal and I was like, it was like a, all like all these horrible things because my first husband was like horrible. So it was like all these horrible things the next day. And it was like, well, he apologized. And I think, you know, he's really means at this time. And, da, 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 da. and the next day it was like, oh my God, he did this. Da, 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 da. And the next day it was like, well, he said he's sorry. And he bought me flowers and da, 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 da. And so like, I think, this time's going to be different. And then I flip the page and the next day I'm like, oh my God, for like a big book. And there were pre- previous books that were the exact same thing. And I was like sitting in my car reading it. And I don't know. I just eventually was just like, I will be damned if I fucking create one more diary passage like the last one. Right. And it was like a light bulb went off and I was out. And that two-year period that I had where I was single um, from divorcing him before I got with my husband, I experienced freedom. I experienced happiness. I experienced self-growth. I did a lot of soul-searching, all of that. I think if I would if I would have just jumped right into the next situation, I wouldn't have had that opportunity and I probably would still be married because I wouldn't know that happiness and that self-growth and that 
like all of those things that I that I learned in that short two year period, and even now. But even then, you were young too, because how old were you in that? We got married, and I was twenty two. I think for your second marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So you still didn't even really know life. No, absolutely not. And so now that's why, like, I right now I you know am not pushing. That's why I'm kind of like I'm not pushing any relationship or any situation, only because I just feel like I'm trusting the process and I'm allowing myself this opportunity to grow and. My son's off. I feel bad that I just did that, but I'm having to call him back. But um, I have this opportunity to like grow and everything, and I don't want to push anything or like rob myself this opportunity. Even though sometimes I might be like, "Oh, I really like this person," and like it would be cool to just like chill, let just see what happens. Sure. So, well, well, you're getting up on your hour. Yeah. Do you so. have closing thoughts on your three subjects, your interracial dating, your women's libido, your truth about marriage? So, yeah. So interracial dating, I feel that, um, go for it. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> let's make beautiful mixed babies of all the different races and nationalities. My daughter's baby is Colombian, Puerto Rican, Mexican, black and white, and she's perfect. So let's aim for that. Um, and for those who are not used to seeing interracial uh, couples, I think that you should uh, keep your shit to yourself. No, I think you should or educate, educate yourself. yourself. That yeah, was, yeah, I think I you like, should. That's you what you meant. Educate yourself. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, educate yourself. I don't want to hear no shit. Um, just as long as people are happy, I don't give a shit who, what color, race, national. I don't give a shit what you do. Um, women's libido so masturbate if that's what you want to do it's masturbation month i think it's healthy there there are health benefits for men and women um yeah but don't like get a problem with it that's the issue is that some people anything in excess is bad so too much masturbation too much porn too much anything in excess is bad of course but healthy in moderation most things are healthy in moderation um marriage <laughs> marriage is healthy in moderation or am I no i'm saying closing you're, thoughts? you're a little closing are thoughts. you hurrying me up because we can i'll stay all night all right i'm gonna be out <laughs> just turn the lights off don't rush me. i'm not i was i it sounded like you were thinking about the next subject i was trying to help i apologize no. marriage um go like take your th- <laughs> okay so take your time, <laughs> go through counseling and know that it's work and like actually think of it more as like rather than a task or a role, think of it as a partnership. And that's that. And then me to me, all three of those, it's just be happy, right? Make yourself happy. If you want to be in an interracial relationship, be in it and and you know, educate if you're if you feel like you're being discriminated against. Um if it, about your libido guys girls uh obviously like she said moderation is key but but you know enjoy yourself and and find yourself in your sexuality and in through intimacy and all those things and then um obviously same thing goes through marriage um I, it's, it sounds bad sometimes to say just you know find a way to be happy and and sometimes that leads to divorce but to the example i gave like how much of your life are you going to live unhappy and you know what does that feel like? So, um, obviously, always a proponent to figure out how to be happy in the relationship, especially if you're married and have kids and all those things before. But if there's no way, then then find your happiness. So, mm-hmm. that's what I'd say. All right, thank you for tuning in. Thank you.